Welcome to another episode of Missing Pieces. This is my weekly audio journal podcast where I talk about what I'm up to and what I'm into. And this week I come to you a little worried, not for the usual reason. I already checked my mic to make sure I was recording with the right one, so we're good there. Actually, what I'm worried about is letting you down. I know a lot of people look forward to these episodes. Maybe you've made it a part of your week, and I want to deliver something that is worth your time. But this week I happen to use up a lot of my podcasting juice on my Lego channel because I made this goal where I was going to live stream every single day, which I will be accomplishing that goal after I finish this podcast. I still have one to go, uh, but I have recorded a lot of me just talking this week, and I feel like all of that release that I get from this episode or doing these episodes has already been done in the last four days of me making these live streams, which I my goal was 30 minutes a day because I just love this idea of what I consider to be almost like a daily check-in, just being like, hey, here's what I'm working on. Let's chat about stuff. And I feel like there is some comfort in that from a, a viewer's perspective where you know you can just kind of plug in each day, almost like maybe like this podcast is for you, where it's like this is once a week, of course. But you know that there's a certain point during your week that maybe this is like this fills that slot. And I was like, maybe this could fill that slot for people out there. And I just enjoy doing it in general, so much so that my 30 minute window that I try to limit these two has very much gone into like the more like an hour range. And after doing that all these days, I feel like I've said everything that I could possibly say, but here I am on Friday morning, now Friday afternoon, it's 12.08 PM by the way. And I'm, I'm here making a podcast talking about my week, which I feel like was somewhat unremarkable. And I know that's not the truth because when I go back and I review all the footage that I get for No Zero Days, because I record every day, it's very hard for me not to do something every day. I'm surprised this podcast isn't every day. <laughs> but I know when I go back and look at that footage, I'll find all these little things that I am will be so happy that I recorded because I always edit about a week uh, behind or ahead, however you want to look at it. I'm editing last week's footage this week. So when I go back and watch this footage, of each of these days and all the things that I did and all the things that I wanted to capture. I'm always so thankful to have all of this stuff because in my mind it was like so long ago, but I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I got that shot or I'm so glad that I got that story or whatever it was. And I know those things will pop up, but when I just sit down here in this moment with my blank piece of virtual paper here to outline this episode, I sit here and I think like, what actually happened this week? And there were some things that did happen, but a lot of it, kind of feels like I'm kind of just going through the motions of my day-to-day routine. And I kind of worry, again, the worry is cycling back around with me here this week. I worry that it's going to get boring to people. But then again, I go back to that whole comfort thing. And I know that there's people that I watch and some of the reasons that I enjoy certain content that I watch is because I know exactly what to expect. And I know each week or each day, however often this person or, or these people post, I know like that's what I'm getting into. And that's probably how you feel about these episodes too. Like, you know that it's going to be me sitting here in my basement, things sometimes messier than other times in the background. And I'll talk about my week and it's just like, you know what this is. You're not going to see me like doing like, uh, uh, what's the craziest thing? (laughs) Synchronized swimming. Uh, as a podcast episode, although that could be kind of interesting. Like it, it, it's a comfort thing. And I'm like, okay, if this is what's happening, if this is what my goals are, this is what I shall document. Like, for example, this is where I think I noticed it the most this week. I noticed it going to the post office because 
I'm going to the post office pretty much every day. And that's related to another goal that I have, which is to sell my unused things on eBay. I don't think I need to get into that too much here because I talk about it at length, probably here on previous episodes and definitely on my vlogs on the No Zero Days series. Uh, but one of my things is just to look at what I have, decide if it's serving me. And if it's not, I think it's it's time to list those things. And this week, I would say my win of the week was listing all of my old camera equipment on eBay, which was a hard thing for me to do for some reason. I guess it's because these cameras are the the middleman essentially between me and all the memories that I've captured. And every time I would get a camera in the past, even though it's like this one has served me well and I'm moving on to something bigger and better, I still hold on to it for whatever reason. And it ends up in a in a camera bag or it ends up in storage or in a box and it's like why am I holding all this stuff? I had all of my cameras laid out on Baratect, which was perfectly clean last week. I think I probably talked about that. And I'm still darn proud of that. And I was looking at these and it's like, I haven't touched these cameras in years. And it's kind of unfortunate that I didn't sell them when I did upgrade because there would have been significantly more value than when I, when I bought the new camera and sold off the one that was still very usable, but just, you know, the, the last model, if you will. But now I find myself listing cameras that I bought in 2018, 2019, 2020. And it's okay, though, because there is still some value there I was happy to find. And in fact, I spent all of, I think it was last Sunday, all I did that day was list items on eBay. And it was like the weekend I kind of set aside as like, I'm not going to work or do anything on the weekend. It's just a time to like do what I enjoy. But then I realized in the process of doing the eBay thing, it's something I do enjoy. Like I love taking photos of the stuff. I get them looking so good. I was writing really good descriptions for these things in, in particular, because it's one thing when you list a Lego set and you're like uh, new in box, uh, used, includes all pieces and in instruction manual, right? Easy. With a camera, there's a whole story behind a camera. And I like to let the people know that these were taken care of, even though I'm a vlogger and you know I carry these cameras around and do stuff with them. I always properly manage and maintain my equipment. And I save the boxes and all of the paperwork. And I save even like the wrapping materials that come inside. I Sometimes the hoarding thing, the storage room of doom sometimes pays dividends. And it did this past weekend when I listed all these things. And when you know it, within that day, I was making sales. I sold a camera, I sold a lens, and I sold a microphone all in that day. At which point I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is going too quickly. So I raised the prices on a few other things, which they haven't sold yet. So I'm thinking about maybe doing like a best offer or, or moving those around a little bit. But mainly what I do, if you're wondering how, how do you price things on eBay? This isn't necessarily going to be an episode about like eBay tutorials, but it is in fact a big part of my life and a big part of my days. Uh, I just kind of look at sold listings. And I'm like, okay, that's about the range. And that's pretty similar to mine. Someone bought it for that amount two days ago. Okay. I look at the ones that are active right now that haven't been sold. And I'm like, all right, so these are the price ranges of what's available. And I usually try to position myself on the lower end of that or somewhere comparable to somebody else that's selling something that's comparable to what I have, if that makes sense. So I want to be in the ballpark, but I don't want to be like high or low. You just kind of want to be right there. And sometimes like if something sells really fast, you're like, oh. Did I sell that for too little? Like you almost have like seller's remorse in that regard. But then again, anything you sell of something that you haven't touched in three or four years, it's a, it's a win, right? So I sold those things. I have the other things listed and I feel great about that. In fact, I'm even looking to condense camera equipment even more. 
and I might be listing some more things. Like if it's not bolted down, it might be getting sold because there's a couple upgrades in my future in the world of cameras that I'm excited about. And all of these older cameras I'm selling are essentially going to finance that. So I, I love that idea. It's the exact principle that I'm talking about here where you're taking something that's not serving you and making it essentially converting it into something that is serving you. So as a result of all this eBaying that I've been doing, I got all of the yard sale stuff listed. There's very few things that I have to list other than these box of Skylanders that I have, which I was going to list individually because I think I can maximize my profits that way. It's just time consuming. And then I have all these pins that I got and I'm just curious to see how they go. Uh, but everything else has been listed and it's kind of just chilling there. I do have some other stuff in the storage room that needs listed. I got all my Lego yard sale stuff listed with the exception of this friend's lot that I have been putting off forever because the sets are partially built, not fully complete. And I know that's going to take me a long time to go through those and get them to be complete. And then I just don't know if they're going to sell for anything. Like I was starting to pull le like new Lego sets from the storage room of doom that I know I'm not going to build. And I started listing those. And there was one friend set that I got on clearance for $35, the $70 set. And I looked it up to see what it's selling for. And I determined that I would be lucky to get my $35 out of it. Now this isn't a, like a super retired set. So I think we got it like a year ago. So maybe it just needs some time to marinate time to bake as Dave would say, but I, I'm just not super motivated. I'm thinking about just breaking all the sets down, you know, and putting it into my collection. That'd be far easier, but maybe I should go through and see what some of them are selling for. And if there's one or a few in particular, like I have kind of like a long flat tote that's filled with these friend sets that Bud and Deb got for me. Maybe there's something there. And it, it, again, it could be something fun to document and to, to share and to stream. And again, I'm, if I'm checking in each day, a little 30 minute check-in supposedly, maybe I'd be working on that, you know, it's like holding myself accountable and it's, it's a good thing to do. And I, I just think it serves people really well. Uh, but back to the eBay thing and the, the routine thing, I'm listing a lot of stuff. So I find myself going to the post office every day, packing up orders every day. And I'm documenting that a little bit here and there because it is a part of my day and it does take time to do it. But I'm just like, man, are people going to get sick of seeing me go to the post office. And I even started thinking about the, the concept of, you know, I'm saying these are the no zero days vlogs and people are going to think no zero days means not having a sale on eBay for a day. Like I'm trying to avoid that, but that's not it. It's just working towards goals. So I'm doing that. I'm doing that pretty heavily. And I feel like I'm succeeding at that. Like I said, uh, the, the eBay thing is going great. The Lego thing, I'm trying to accomplish these goals in Lego. I'm doing that and I'm documenting that. I'm holding myself accountable there. I'm bringing people in with me on that, but I'm also like burning all my podcasting energy on that too. So like usually I don't typically live stream. And when I come here to do this with, with you on a Friday, I'm just full of stuff to talk about, man. I've got like tons of things on my mind that just need to be out and doing this every day kind of does that for me. That being said, if you want to tune into those, you might enjoy it. Uh, the difference between the podcast, what you're listening to now, and those is basically like I let the chat sometimes direct what we talk about. So it can feel like a little all over the place because everyone has different things that they're interested in or topics they want to discuss. But it is cool to have a community of people there that kind of keep things moving. And I feel like I do an okay job of uh, holding down the fort myself, but it's nice to, to kind of have people pitching in being like, hey, what do you think of this thing? And I'm like, let me tell you what I think about that. So 
eBay and Lego, I guess, was like my two big things this week. But something else we did that I was very excited about that Clark Man's into. And I guess I'll, I'll do the uh, we'll do the prequel to the prequels here uh, last Friday night after this podcast was recorded. But before you listen to it, we did a little trip down to Target, which happens to be right across from Ollie's, the place where I found my very first Black Series C-3PO. This week, we ended up getting our second Black Series figure, but this wasn't at Ollie's. We got Darth Vader. It's pretty cool. You'll see a video on it next week. But Ollie's is right across the street, and I was like, how about, I was talking to Cody, I was like, Mrs. Brickitect in some circles. I was like, how about we drop you off at Target, and then Clark and I will do a little speed run through Ollie's, and we'll see what they've got. Now, when I say speed run, it's like saying I'm going to do a 30-minute live stream. We all know it's going to go much longer than that. So we're in there, and we're finding some scores. Nothing amazing. Like, you're not finding the ideal black series figures the ones that everyone wants they've already been purchased at full price these are like the leftovers so i ended up finding a tarkin in there i ended up finding an imperial death trooper and then the the score in my opinion was finding chewbacca and i was it was like at the front of the store in like this big square area that had some star wars stuff clark found some other little star wars things too we're kind of going in a little bit and we'll talk about that but he found these um Bad Batch figures, which he was really excited about. And he got a little three and a three quarters inch Mando action figure and then a TIE fighter that's also fairly small scale. And all this stuff was super cheap. Well, individually super cheap, but when we walked out of there, we had spent $50. So as I mentioned last week, these hobbies sometimes get a little dangerous. And I find myself going into the, the Black Series Black Pit of Doom. I don't mind it, though, because, man, I... I've always loved action figures. I love Lego, of course. I don't think there's no one that doesn't know that. But action figures were always a part of my childhood as well, as were video games. And it's really cool seeing the quality of these and getting to appreciate it along with Clark Man. And the fact that they're from Star Wars 2 gives it like the special, I don't know, like it gives it a boost. And Clark and I have like storylines and we have a lot of fun with them. But I felt like Clark Man needed a little more Star Wars knowledge in his life. So what we decided to do this week, and this is probably like the highlight of my week, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, we picked th- on three different nights. We came down and we watched all of the prequels of Star Wars. So episode one, two, and three. Say what you will about those episodes. I know a lot of the old school folks. I won't say old, but I'll say old school because old school is is still cool. And we're rhyming now too, which is great. We watched episode one two and three down here in the studio you can even see my little blankie there you know i get all snuggled in here and i fall asleep i didn't fall asleep during these episodes particularly episode three what an absolute banger of a movie again i know people are going to hate episode one to me not great i do love little anakin i think he's cute he kind of reminds me of clark man and vice versa but not my favorite movie. Episode two kind of gets into it a little bit. I like it. The Padme Anakin scenes are like a little cringe in my opinion, but episode three is like crazy from start to finish. Like it's suspense and it's so darn good. Um, it may have, it, I, I sh- I'm not going to say it's my favorite episode of star Wars. Cause I feel like people are going to unsubscribe, but man, it's good. So I'm gonna we're gonna watch Rogue One next, which I remember being a good movie. I've only seen it once. I think we watched it and I was like, dang, that was good. We're gonna skip solo. I know it, more people unsubscribing. I'm sorry. I remember watching solo, but then I went back and I watched the trailer for it on Disney Plus, like after we finished a movie, and I'm just like, I don't think I want to go watch that one again. It was just like, meh. So then we're gonna go into 
the the oldies but goodies, the four, five, six. And then I'm debating whether we're going to watch the the Ray trilogy. Those ones were just so much missed opportunity. I don't know if I talked about this, but I went down a rabbit hole or it was called something like, what if The Force Awakens didn't suck, I think was the title, or what if The Last Jedi didn't suck? You could probably type that in and find him. But it's essentially a guy that just kind of comes up with his storyline of what it could have been. And you're just like, dang, they should have hired this guy. He did better than all these really high paid Disney people. <laughs> Why? What? All these opportunities. Why is Luke an old hermit living on an, on an island and doesn't want anything to do with anything? I mean, I guess they explain that a little bit, but man, I guess everyone needs a character arc, I suppose. But they they kind of drop the ball a little bit. They're not bad though. I still enjoyed going to see them, and I still have good memories of going to see those movies in the theater. And uh, I haven't watched them much since, so maybe I need to give them a, a rerun to see how they are. But I'm enjoying going through the Star Wars stuff. Clark and I, I think, are going to watch Clone Wars, the cartoon. And I'm, like, really hyped on that. Someone recommended in the, in the chat. This is a message that I actually missed. Uh, I'm really, like, I'm terrible at multitasking. Like, maybe the worst person ever that you've ever seen multitask anything. So me building a Lego set and then also chatting and then trying to, like, about, like, like what I'm doing here, and then also hitting the the comments in the chat as they're scrolling. I'm terrible, and every time I end a live stream, I go back through, and I, I hate myself because I see all of these amazing comments that I missed from people that would have been great conversation. If I've been doing this long enough that I should be better. I think about that a lot. It's like, even with making videos, like I am, I'm not good on camera. I'm not good at editing videos. I have no reason to be doing any of this stuff. The only reason that I am is just out of sheer willpower. I've decided that this is something that I want. And like everything in my life, if there's something that I want, nothing will stop me from getting it. And I mean that. So that's where I find myself. I'm doing the best that I can with everything. But I'm not, I feel like I'm on a good, I'm on a good roll here. As winter approaches, I feel like the Lego thing is is like definitely falling more into my lap, and I'm enjoying doing those those daily things. Should it be daily? I don't know. Maybe I should just do like one a week. But I thought a really cool thing to do, and this is kind of like pulling the curtain back a little bit. I don't know if you guys like hearing about my uh, exploits and video making and stuff, but I think you probably do. I was thinking if I do these live streams each day, just kind of showing a little piece of what I'm doing in that day. Like obviously, 30 minutes usually isn't enough to accomplish much. What if at the end of the week, say on Saturday, for example, I upload a regular video that is like almost like a return of my week in Lego. There was a series Ronnie used to do. Then I did like a couple of them. It's, it's, it takes some work, but it's like, okay, I, I start the video like kind of just talking to the camera and I'm like, hey, this is another episode of my week in Lego. On Monday, and we cut to the footage of me like doing the stream where I'm working on something. I worked on Ninjago City Gardens and then it cuts to the finished bag 17 or whatever. And then we just do that for each day. I just think that'd be so cool. And it's such a, a resource for people that don't want to watch two and a half hours of live streams because that they, they have lives or time is valuable or whatever the case is. Those people are different from you and myself. Although you're just listening for like an hour right now and you're probably doing something important right now. You're probably driving to work or on your lunch break or doing something. But I, I just think that'd be cool to, to cut that into like maybe a five minute video where it's even better, probably YouTube shorts. In fact, that, that kind of crossed my mind too. I had a great idea last night that I didn't write down and you saved me through this podcast because it was forgotten. What if 
Marvels, what if? I have all this Lego sorting to do, and we're almost down to the point where all I have is Lego sorting. What if each day I do like a Lego sort? This wouldn't be a stream, or maybe it would be. Um, but I, I do, I show all the pieces in a video. I'm like, here's today's Lego sort of the day, or here's Legos or Lego sort of the day. This is just me, me like pulling this out of my brain right now. And then it shows a little time lapse of all the pieces moving right with my hands. And then at the end, it shows them all separated into little piles and be like, here's what we came out with. And that's the end of the video. And I just do one of those each day. So accomplishing two things. One, holding me accountable, and two, I think that makes like some really fun shorts content that someone could potentially binge. If you're like a peace nerd, which I know they exist out there because I've talked to them, I looked them right in their little squinty eyes as they're looking at all these pieces. I think they might enjoy seeing like a little sword of the day. Just it'd be like our little thing, be like 20 second video, 30 second video. Here's the sword of the day, and you know what happens in doing that? I make content, make people happy, and I get Lego pieces sorted. I feel like it's a win, 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 win right? So I always look for things that are win, 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 wins, if I can find them. And I feel like the direction that I'm going in Lego is kind of, kind of taking me into that territory, which is nice to see. Uh, this is subject to change at any time though. I mean, I, I have to go with what feels right. And I know being five days or actually only four days into doing some streaming, it, it feels good now, but at which point does it just become too much or does it not work? But for right now it does. And I'm having a good time. As long as I'm having fun, and I'm, I'm enjoying myself, and I feel like it's being productive, that's great. There is that temptation, though, which is a much easier one. It's so easy to do nothing than it is to do something. I think we all are, are very aware of that. It'd be much easier to just skip the, the live streaming part of it and be like, okay, today's Monday. I'm going to work on Ninjago City Gardens. I'm going to put a video on or something or a podcast and then build that up. And then uh, when I'm done, I'll just shoot a little video showing that it, that it was done. I like that and it's efficient, but I feel like it takes away one of the advantages that I have, which is probably a, a fantastic one to most people and to myself, the advantage of having time. If I have the ability to do like a little stream each day, why not do it? How many people get that opportunity to do that, right? I should like embrace these gifts that I've been given and you never know who's out there. Like there's all these people watching just like this podcast and you don't know who's having a positive experience with that. Like Cody, Cody kind of put this idea in my head a while ago and I may have talked about this, but she watches this, this same news show thing every morning. It's just like people like pundits or whatever they are talking about, whatever's happening. And she said, like, she looks at that and I, I already kind of mentioned this. It's like a comfort thing. It's like every morning, that's what she does during her getting around time. She, she tunes into these people and they have banter back and forth. So it feels like a personal thing and you get to know these people. And I can relate to that because that's how I feel about the podcasters that I listen to. Each of these shows has like their own unique individual that hosts it or individuals. And it's like, you get to, to tap into that. You get to be the, the person sitting at the table, listening to some of your friends talk, because that's very much what they start to feel like after a while. You get to know these people, you get to, you know, be a part of their sphere and I love that. And as much as I want that to, to like get that gift for myself, like I want more people to do that. And like, I want to be a part of things like that, where uh, more personal, like journal style podcasts or, or shows, I should give what I be the change you want to see in the world. Right. So that's kind of what I'm doing. Just like not really changing the world at all just enjoying myself and hopefully bringing some people along with me. And there might be somebody that watches that each day. That's just like, wow, this is, this was a lot of fun. And that would mean a lot to me.
even if it isn't like financially profitable or time profitable or whatever you want to look at, what is and what's not. If you're producing joy, joy is the greatest thing you can produce in your life, I feel like, if you if you can produce it. So we did all that. What else did I do? Uh, I, gosh, did I just cover everything? <laughs> I told you. There was probably so much. I also did another place that I failed. I need to start making better notes of things that happen each day. Because, like I said, right now, this week seems kind of like a blur. And some of the things stick out to me that we did, like watching the movies. But there's all these other things that, that happened. Like, for example, I went to get pumpkins this week. And that was a pretty cool thing to do. Um, but that's, is that exciting? Hopefully it is, because I documented some of it for my vlog. But I, I didn't. I need to make little notes of things. So I'm like, it can re, re-jog my memory. It would especially help if I got up to date with my editing. So I'm like, oh yeah, I just edited this whole week. I can tell you everything that happened from front to back, because I've lived it twice now. But that's like, that's like kind of where I'm at this week. I, again, I think the Lego thing kind of stole the thunder from this podcast. But if you if you're hungry or thirsty, I don't. I guess if if podcasting is a juice, if you're thirsty for more podcast material, you can go watch the Bricktech live streams. They're all available to watch. They're still archived there if you want to spend hours of your week watching me work on things. Uh, what did I do this week? I Built some in Ninjago City. I sorted some Lego pieces. I broke down an, a Lego set uh, to sell on eBay, which is already listed, and someone bought it while I was streaming, which is really cool. I didn't realize that it was almost becoming like a commercial for that set, but it did. So that was neat. Today, I think I'm going to build some more Ninjago City. I feel like getting into some building. So all of that happened. It was a very fast week for me. I just still can't believe that it's Friday already, but I'm very excited about tonight because we are having our my mother and father-in-law over, Bud and Deb. You might notice, you might know them from the yard sale series. They're coming over to hang out and have a fire tonight because it's warm. It, today it's 69 degrees right now, which is uncommon for Pennsylvania going into November. And they're bringing my favorite pizza with them. So I don't think it gets much better than that on a Friday night. And I'm very excited about that. I'll report on that next week, assuming that I remember. Because next Friday, it'll be such a distant memory. I don't even remember that I did it. That's where we're at. So I'll make a note, jot it down. Uh, there is another segment to this episode, though, that I'm very thankful for. Because otherwise, we'd be done right now. So you guys, honestly, you save these episodes from being just me rambling about all my exploits and eBay sales and Lego stuff. Gosh, my mind. It's a scary place to be. Uh, we, we got listener feedback coming up here. Starting with a thing that I struggled with last episode. You know, we, the struggles are real here, and you're very aware of that. This is Outnumbered by Kids. Love the name. I wish I was Outnumbered by Kids. Having one's just not enough. I, dude, if I need to make a clone army of Clarkmans, how cool would that be? Little, uh, little Django Fets. He'd be, no, he'd be like little Boba Fets. I don't know what he would be. Anyways, Outnumbered by Kids says, we're from PA too, and we call Sloppy Joe's Wimpies. Maybe that term has been canceled. I, you know, I've heard of the term wimpies before. If it's, let me give you some backstory here. Last week I started off the episode by talking about Deb making my favorite meal, which is sloppy joes, and I was trying to figure out what the alternate name for that is. It turns out it's hamburger barbecue, and I came to that, but it took me an uncomfortable amount of time for it to happen. But wimpies. I've heard the term wimpies, but I thought wimp a wimpy was a sub, like a sub. We call it a hoagie here in Central PA. We would call a sub a hoagie. So if you went to Subway, it'd be like hoagie way. But I had I thought a wimpy was like a sub. But maybe anything that you put on like a bun or a sandwich like that could potentially be a wimpy. Could a hot dog be a wimpy? 
is a hot dog a sandwich? All these questions we'll never know the answer to. I don't know if the term wimpy has been canceled. It probably still is a thing. What section of PA are you from though? Because PA is very, could be very different depending on where you go. Like I'm right in the middle, but if you go to the west of Pittsburgh, they got their own thing going on. And then people in Philadelphia, they got their own thing going on too. They got their Philly cheesesteaks. The, the, the Pittsburghians got the yins. It's and the pickles, of course. Picklesburg. I'm going to the thing next year, by the way. Meet me there. We'll do a meetup. We're right in the middle. So we don't have wimpies here. We have hoagies and we have sloppy joes that are just called sloppy joes. What do you call sloppy joes, fellow listener? Leave it as a comment next week and we can get into a whole discussion of, of sloppy joes, wimpies, subs. Actually, that's even better. What do you call a long sandwich with meat, uh, occasionally uh, vegetables and things like that on it? What would you call it? Is it a sub, hoagie, wimpy, maybe something I have never even heard of? Who knows? I'll be curious to hear back from you. There's your chance. Next one comes from Sam. He's back. He's what I call a repeat offender, also a survivor. He says, hey, Greg, you know, sometimes you just fall into stuff randomly and end up obsessed. Black series, been there. He says, the biggest example I have right now is my nightly addiction to Super Mario Brothers Wonder, a brand new 2D Mario game. I bought it. It's upstairs. I'm trying to figure out whether I open it now and we play it, or it becomes a gift that I, I pass off to Santa Claus to deliver to Clark Man on Christmas Day, a time that he might be very excited to play that game. Because it's a very challenging time for us and Santa Claus, if your kids are listening, because Christmas happens, and then exactly one week later, Clark Man's birthday happens. So we're, 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 we're trapped. It's a trap for stuff. Anyways, I digress. He says, I've always been a Mario guy when I game. Mario guy. Where, where's the love for Sonic at, Sam? Come on. No, I'm just kidding. I love them both. He says, uh, I've interrupted you so many times now. I can imagine what's going uh, in terms of being addicted. I'm also in the same when I read a book, only for English class, and then have to watch the movie. The way the character's environment are different than what I had in my mind kind of ruins it for me. When it comes to audio, the thing I absolutely hate, especially as a headphone slash earbud user, is when people make videos with sound only coming from one direction. Unfortunately, it happens to me more often than not. Have a glorious week. I thought you were going to say, as a headphone user, you hate it when kids are screaming and you were going to go back to Clark Mann's early days. We've been a little better lately, I feel like. Um, he probably also hates it when you're using a microphone that's 16 feet away from you. Don't listen to episode 180 of Missing Pieces. I think that's which one it was. He says, uh, edit, by the way, if you're wondering how I survived breaking my phone at my grandparents' place, I luckily packed a laptop and Wi-Fi hotspot, but still bad as phone calls became a nuisance. There you go. He's, he's giving follow-ups on previous comments. Sam, thank you for, for tuning in. Hopefully, uh, we hear from you next week in between your Mario gameplay. You might have already beat the game by now. It's possible. Next one, thank you for commenting, though. Next one comes from a blind man's life says, hey there, Greg, it's been a while. Glad to see that you're doing well and that you're still pumping out these videos, even if they're terrible. He didn't say that. He, he meant it, though. He says, you're starting to sound like me when it comes to collecting things. We're, uh, dude, it's funny. I'm interrupting you, too. Let me just, I'm just going to inject everything that I can. The, the, no, <laughs> I gotta say it. I'm going to inject the podcasting juice into this. God, no. Do we just have a title for this? I can't. I, I can't. I will. I can't. I can't. I will. There's certain things that you can talk about on a podcast, it seems, that just uh, resonates with people. Losing or breaking your phone, losing pictures from your phone, that's something that I think like 
that, that got a lot of response when I talked about it. Now we've talked about the world of collecting and, and addiction. Oh, we're all in now. I don't want to hear about your really bad addictions. Let's talk about getting addicted to Funko Pops, like A Blind Man's Life. He says, uh, you're starting to sound like me when it comes to collecting things. I started collecting Lego Star Wars, Marvel, and modular buildings back in 2018. My respects to your wallet. He says, I now collect Star Wars, the vintage collection, Marvel Legends, and now Funko Pops. Oh, that hurts. Hurts my wallet just, just reading that. He says, the Pops are a new addition to my collection. I recently watched the De Daredevil series on Disney+. Plus. I'm happy I did. It's such a great show. Anyway, given that I have a visual impairment, I wanted a Matt Murdock pop where he's holding his cane as well. Uh, and well, that's where the pops come in. I did. He, it always starts with one. We got a C-3PO Black Series figure. We have like 17 of them now. I did some research and found one, but then I saw that they made other Spider-Men from No Way Home. Now I have a couple in my collection. I told myself I'm only collecting No Way Home pops. That's it. I'm setting a limit, so we will see how that goes. Food of the week. My mom made some chili and it was so good. She always does a great job. You should tell her that. Just like I ended last week's episode, tell her, Mom, this is the best darn chili I've ever eaten in my life. It'll make her day. Win of the week. I took my history midterm, and I'm feeling really good. I never really studied this hard for a test, and although I won't know my score for a while, like I said, I'm feeling really good. Wow, I got a win of the week, food of the week, hobbies of the week, TV show of the weekend. That was not intentional, but I'll give you a long comment to read. Hope you have a wonderful week, and the same goes for the family. Dude, you're at the point now where you might as well just start your own podcast. Honestly, like if you're coming up with that many things of the week, there's your podcast. I'll, I'll listen to it. I'm in. Tell me about your week. A Blind Man's Life, a podcast about all the things that happens in a week, including collecting Star Wars and Funko Pops, limited only to No Way Home, at least for right now. Because you know, I'm not going to doubt you though. I know if, if you set a limit, you'll set it. But that, this is why I didn't get into Funko Pops. You know there's going to be that one other Funko Pop that's not from No Way Home and you're just like, oh, it's so cute. It's so good. I don't know if you're going to say cute. You're going to be like, man, that thing's pretty... <laughs> Pretty bitchin'. <laughs> I don't know why. That thing's pretty awesome. I'm gonna get it. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'm only gonna collect Marvel Funko Pops. Then you see Batman. You're like, I'm only gonna collect Marvel and DC. Dude, this is why I resisted. Because I know this entire wall would be nothing but Funko Pops. You learn the hard way, my friend. Get out now while you have a chance. Thanks for your comment, though. Next one's sold by Ronnie. Something happens in Ronnie's comments every week. I realize that I read them and then I try to put them on my outline thing here. And every week it seems like they they didn't exist. They weren't there. He was talking last week about TikTok and how he actually finds value in it in some ways. When I talked about quitting cold, cold, quitting cold turkey, easy for me to say. He's like, I still get value from it. And I agree. It depends what the algorithm's serving you. I just felt like I get so much more from YouTube, but to each his own. He says he tried playing Merge and Blade, or he loved Merge and Blade and bounced before beating it. I swear to God, dude, I'm on the final level. I, I had to stop. I tried so many times to get through the, the final chapter, which is chapter 20. You have to beat 20 levels of this in a row without dying. I've made it to level 19 like six times. I just can't do it. And it's not worth, the podcasting juice isn't worth the squeeze. God, I can't, I got to quit going to that. He says, it reminds me of a game on iPad I played the heck out of back in the day called Puzzle Craft 2. You should check that out if you're in the mood for a similar style game. There was a game recommendation that I got this week that I watched uh, most of the review for. My ADD kicked me off onto something else. It's called Cocoon, and it's like a little puzzle type game. And I'm like, oh, I 
I kind of like puzzly type games. They're fun. Uh, I've been recommended to play Portal 2 as well. I own it. Two different copies of it, and I haven't played it yet. Also, still haven't played Elden Ring. That, the day I was supposed to play Elden Ring, I was like all set up Sunday. I was like, I'm going to play Elden Ring today. I'm going to stream it too. I ended up listing a bunch of cameras on eBay. Looking at productivity, probably better to list my cameras. Like I got that done. That was a big thing that I needed to do. I made some money that day. Elden Ring probably wouldn't have been nearly as productive. I would have been happy playing it. So I'm going to try to set up like a little thing like Saturday or Sunday morning where I'm like doing nothing but playing video games. I need just, I need to make that a priority in the same way that I'm making the Lego streams a priority. If I just decide that I'm going to do something, it, it gets done. Have I mentioned that? Thank you, Ronnie, for commenting and for finally me putting it into the podcast. There are There's probably some stuff that I missed here from you guys. If you have a really long or really short message, I will make sure I go in and reply to you directly. Or if I missed you, I'll reply to you directly on the last week's episode. Just so you know that I saw you and I appreciate you and I'm happy that you're here. Next one comes from Colt. Hi, Greg. I'm listening to this between classes. You're talking about animals. I have two dogs, one who is 16. You're blessed. I hope Roxy makes it to 16. And the other is almost one. And I also have an axolotl, which I thought was just a Minecraft thing. I didn't know that was a real thing. He says, when I heard about the Minecraft comment, the same thing happened to me, but the world was only a few days old. Still very sad. Talking about losing your Minecraft world. I also collect Marvel Legends figures, but I plan to sell them one day. Also, your podcast is not meaningless. Your videos make me happy and you inspire me to want to become a YouTuber like you are also my mentor. Well, thank you. Oh my gosh. We need to find you a better mentor. I'll see if I can find somebody that that can do you justice, but uh, I appreciate you tuning in Colt and good luck with your Marvel legends collection. If there's ones that you need, dude, Ollie's, I don't know if you have an Ollie's near you, but they had a ton of Marvel legends. I didn't really even look through them. They had the guy, shoot, what's his name? He was like the guy before Thanos came in. That was like the, the, dad or the father figure to nebula and gamora he's like a blue guy i want to say ronin i don't think that's his name though no whatever his name is they had him there and i was looking at that figure and i'm like dang this is pretty cool but i was like no i'm not gonna be like a blind man's life and be like i'm only gonna get the guardians of the galaxy figures <laughs> we're we're gonna stick to star wars black series we're not gonna get into marvel legends we're not gonna get into funko pops although i could see myself maybe sliding into marvel legends Stay tuned. Thank you for commenting, Colts. It's an honor to be your mentor. Um, I got to do better, though. Next one comes from Matt is Hungry. He says, hey, Greg, sorry for being a deadbeat commenter. Dude, you have no reason to apologize. I'm just glad that you're here. He says, as writing this comment, I was saying to myself, you know what? It's not bad to write one and be involved. You know, I'm going to cut you off there. I'm going to interrupt you. Because I feel the same way about my buddy, Actually, it'll it'll come up next. Uh, the guy that's going to comment next, he says, what I hope is that you get a farm and that you were describing for you and your family. I notice when you're around animals, they trust you and you're always kind to them. I like to think of myself as the chicken whisperer, Matt. He says, that's awesome. Just in case Brixar is listening, I hope he gets somewhere to set up all of his cool stuff so we can all see and enjoy it and he can explain it to us. See you on next week's podcast. Wouldn't you know it, Brixar was listening. He may not be this time, but he was last time and he commented. And uh, he's actually the guy that I want to talk to, but I'll read his comment first. He says, was the NBA commissioner coming to your house when you were home alone? LOL. I can never remember the other guy in home alone. It took me a minute to figure out what he was talking about. I'm like, 
the NBA commissioner coming to my house when I was home alone. What does that mean? Then I was like, oh, I said David Stern last week instead of Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern is the uh, curly-haired guy that stars with Joe Pesci in Home Alone. David Stern is the former NBA commissioner before Adam Silver, Sliver, something. Might have that one wrong, but David Stern was the... He was the previous NBA commissioner. That was a deep cut. I had to figure that one out, but uh, I like that. Thanks, Jabbo. Speaking of Jabbo and talking to you directly, I hope you're listening. I don't know if you tune in every week or not. Maybe it's just every once in a while. I just got done listening to your podcast, sir, and I have to say I enjoyed it thoroughly. In fact, I think, and I was going to do this right before I started, I was going to send you a message letting you know that I really enjoyed listening to that because it's very easy to think something. And this is a this is advice to guys with wives too, or husbands, whatever you might have. If a significant other, you don't even have to be married. Your your mom, for example, it's easy to think something like, "Oh, you, she's looking she's looking really beautiful today." To think that is one thing, but to say it is a whole other thing. And it, you can literally change someone's entire day by that one comment. Something you're already thinking. And you don't have to be disingenuous. Like, you don't have to be like, oh, I better say something nice. It's just like, no. Like, it's it's easy in your mind to be like, oh, you're processing things all the time, of course. But to actually say it to the person, whole nother thing. So, Jabbo, if you're listening, I'm going to assume that you are. Maybe you found time in your, your, your work week. Thank you for making your podcast. It's only episode four. But I'm excited about episode five, and I just I just enjoy listening to him talk about all kinds of things, Lego and YouTube. I, I related to all of it, you know. Like we're kind of we're in the same boat, sort of. Um, I wish I was in the same boat in terms of the Lego collection you have. Now that'd be cool. Although I may have a heart attack if <laughs> imagine Javo's Lego collection gets dropped off at my house. We'd have to move out. There would be no space. I, our, our our bedrooms would be filled. Our entire house. It could be a really good YouTube video, actually. It could go viral, filling my entire house with Lego. It's just a small fraction of Jabbo's collection somehow. I still want to know the the magic and mystery. This is like uh, some special effects greater than anything Industrial Light and Magic's ever done. How does he fit all of his collections in his house? I need a full tour with like blueprint layouts of how this is happening. Because I see a lot of things go in. In fact, nearly every video I see something come into the house. Where's it going, Jabbo? I want to hear back from you next week. Where where's it going? Anyways, thank you for for commenting and making me like ponder the whole commissioner thing. I was like David, David Stern. Is that who we're talking about? Uh, next one comes from Atmos, Amos, Amos. Sorry, he actually told me how to pronounce his name. I'm failing. Anyways, have you bought any of the new Lego Indiana Jones sets? I recently got the Temple of the Golden Idol set and wondering if you build or plan on buying it. Love the podcast. Thanks, Greg. I almost bought one this week. Lego's doing a special gift with purchase thing right now that, uh, you know, they they find my weakness. They trap me. They know what they're doing. It's a Disney little Steamboat Willie set. So already Disney's got me interested. But this one's worth like 40, 50 bucks. And you have to spend 100 to get it. So I'm looking at it like, hey, I could spend $100 and essentially get like half my money back, which is why I bought Super Mario Wonder too. I have the pack of cards in there. I have to check the prices on those and see if they're they're going upwards or downwards. But I ended up getting the Star Wars Advent Calendar. I got Obi-Wan's Jedi Starship. And then I got the little Star Wars diorama. Uh, so that was $100 and 40 some odd cents. So I just hit it and I'm going to sell the Steamboat Willie set. Because I already have the big Steamboat Willie. I don't need another one. It's worth more to someone else than it is to me. And then kind of recoups those costs as well. But I, the reason I mention all that is because I came very close 
to getting the Indiana Jones set that has the plane and the car in it. I thought that looked really cool. And I do think that I'm probably going to get those sets, though. I might put that on my Christmas list for Santa Claus. I like I like that one. I like the one, and maybe it's the one you have. I don't know the names of them, but it's the one with, like, the, the sarcophagus-type-looking things and, like the, like, the pharaoh. The Nubis, I think, is what it is. Don't test me on my Egyptian knowledge, folks. Uh, but those are cool-looking sets, and I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying them. Maybe I should get them. I've been thinking about rolling this thing, and I've talked about it at length on my now Lego podcast, my daily Lego podcast where I'm going to try to do this thing where I buy a Lego set, hopefully on a deal. I build it, enjoy it, do all the things that, that you do as a Lego en enthusiast themselves or enjoyer and YouTuber. And then when I'm done with it, instead of taking that set and breaking it down and putting it into a bag and putting it in my storage room, I do all of that. But instead of putting it away, I take a photo of it and put it on eBay. Try to get some of if most of my cost back. And then I roll that money and do it again. And I roll that money and do it again. It's like all the fun of having Lego without the burden of having Lego, if that makes sense. Let me know what you think about that. Next one comes from Rachel. She says, hey, Greg, one of those longtime listeners, only comment a few times, person. Sorry. No need to apologize. You're listening. That's accomplishment enough. You, you're a survivor. Says, I have to say, my son and I found your channel a while back, and we would watch all the time together. Now he's older and busier, but I still find myself watching without him. Love all your channels. Thank you. I somehow crossed the generation gap. I talked about it last week. It's it's interesting. It's like the younger kids. It, every time we meet people, it's a younger kid and the parents. And it's it's cool. So I'm glad that you you stuck around, even though your your uh, your son didn't. I hope he comes back. Uh, next one and last one comes from Brick OC. Says, hey Greg, thanks for answering my comment. That truly made my day. See. You can make people's days through the smallest of things. It says, anyways, thank you for the advice about recording. Keep up the great work. Your podcast is something I look forward to each week and has now become an enjoyable part of my life. And your videos are something that at the end of the day, something I can look forward to watching. Dang it. He was looking forward to this podcast and it sucked. Sorry, buddy. It says, you mentioned in the podcast that some of the things that Clark watches, you find hard to tolerate. And I totally feel the same way with my younger brother as I'm 17 and he's seven. So there's a big age gap, but your videos are something that not only keeps us both entertained, there we go, but you also have bonded us together and inspired us both in so many ways, especially in starting our own channel. We haven't uploaded in over a year and I've been looking to get back into it. And my brother's 100% on board. Any advice in starting with YouTube and sticking to it. And P.S. The name is Brick OC because my name is Owen. My brother's name is Carter. Dude, you just got me very excited. You're talking about bringing back your YouTube channel. You're talking about some advice on what you need to do. Here it is. So easy. Number one, show up. Number two, keep doing that. Listen, it doesn't matter what you make. Just hit the record button. I don't know if you're filming with your phone or what you're doing, your iPad. You got a professional cinema camera. Just record something of you and your brother doing whatever it is that you guys love to do and put that out. And you guys decide amongst yourselves. I don't know what your schedules look like. You're 17, so you probably got some things going on. Seven-year-old, I know he's doing nothing. He's probably watching uh, Greg's World videos or something. He, he could do better with his time. Decide how often you guys want to make videos and what your upload schedule is. Okay, like I'm gonna, we're gonna make one video a week. We're gonna make two videos, seven videos, whatever it is. Decide that you're gonna do that and stay consistent. It's so easy to skip out on a day or to let yourself down. And be like, ah, we'll make something tomorrow or the next day. If you're like, listen, this has to happen in this order, even if it is just once a week. It could be once a month. 
just do that and your channel will never die. You just got to show up and be consistent. That's my like greatest advice on anything in life. I always talk to you guys about like making little moves towards your goals, like just the tiniest little bit. And if you do that over and over again, it's crazy how far you'll come. And it's like, I guess that's my life lesson that I have every single week for anybody out there is if you want something, if you want to make it happen, just take a little step this week towards doing it. That's what I'm doing. I'm not moving any boulders. I'm selling $10 Lego sets on eBay and I'm making little live streams and stuff. But ultimately, if you look at that, not for this week, which maybe was like truly unremarkable, but if you look at it over next week and the next month and the next year, who knows where it'll take us. And that's honestly what, what I look forward to. So on that, that's this week's episode. I hope it was worth your time because it's nothing worse than robbing you of something valuable to you. But I enjoyed making this. I'm thankful that I did. And I was happy to know that there was a little bit of podcasting juice to squeeze. And you guys, you guys mix that with your own, <laughs> your own podcasting juice. I'm going to leave now. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, I hope to find you in the next Missing Pieces.